Crime and Wine. I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchins, your host, and this is the show where I talk with other crime fiction writers about the stories of thrills and suspense that will leave you mystified, sometimes horrified, and always wanting more. Please join me in welcoming today's special guest. Well, hello out there, you guys. I'm coming to you from the very dark middle of the night, Federation, Denmark, which if you've watched the last few episodes is no surprise now. No, we haven't moved here. It just feels like it. And um, I'm glad to have you. I am excited today to have a guest. I'd like you to join me in welcoming. This is Jennifer Chase. Hi. It's nice to see you, Pamela. Nice to see you too. And I appreciate you um, joining me today to talk about the Rose Girls, which I understand is your ninth Katie Scott crime fiction yes. yes, it is. Congratulations. It came out last week, so this is actually the second week. So. Excellent. So you guys, no excuse for not going out and picking up this um, twisting and exciting book right now. Can you tell us a little bit about it for those that haven't had the chance to check it out yet? Well, um, the main character is Detective Katie Scott. She is a cold case detective, and she is also um, an ex-army uh, canine uh, handler. So nice. that's her background. So she does uh, work cold cases, but she seems to get pulled into current homicide cases. So the Rose Girls takes place. They are her, her partner, McGavin, and the forensic supervisor, John, they're coming back from a conference, a forensic conference. So Katie decides because the weather's kind of bad to take a shortcut that she knows. Well, it didn't work out. They end up, you know, the cart goes off the road, but they end up staying in this little town. And I love writing stories around little towns because you never know what's going on. So <laughs> anyways, they end up staying there. And the next morning they get, you know, woken up by the police chief. It's a tiny little town. Nothing ever happens there. They've never had a homicide. Well, they have a homicide. So this police chief actually called the sheriff, you know, and said, can you, we need help. We need, we need a seasoned detective. And he told them, well, you have two right there in town. So there was a, a 15 year old um, teenager who was found murdered in the woods. So it takes off from there. And, um, Lots of uh, fun characters. You don't know who's telling the truth, who's hiding something, uh, and two more two more murders take place, which happen to be the girls' best friends. So and the Rose Girls. The name. Where does that come from? The title well, of the book. The three girls were best friends, and they decided to get all matching tattoos. So they have tattoos that, you know. Tie them to best friends and, you know, to remember all the, you know, fun stuff. And uh, so that's what ties them together. So with this book, was it uh, any more challenging than usual to come up with the ideas? Or is is this something that that comes out of you easily? If if you say easily, I'm going to hate you, just so you know. (laughs) You know, I don't want to say it's easy, but I have so many ideas. Um, at first, I thought having a main character with cold cases would be kind of boring because how do you make it exciting and something happening, you know, currently? So, and then I started coming up with all these ideas, and now I have just so many. 
I was a little worried. It's like, I'm on my ninth book. I'm writing my 10th one right now. And so it's just, the ideas just keep coming. And one thing about her background is I love to pull snippets in from her backstory, you know, who she is, what it was like being in the military with a dog. Um, She does have her military dog. Um, She got to bring him home. So we do have that added dog quality to it. A lot of people like that. I'm a dog person. So um, me, me too. In fact, <laughs> not a military washout dog. I've got a Belgian Malinois. And so okay. I absolutely love, love, you know, the tie in with, um, with her dog. So thank you for writing it. It's like you wrote it for just for me. <laughs> well, and this one actually, um, he's always in it a little bit. Um, this one, he's in it quite a bit. So, uh, so many people made comments like, well, his name is Cisco. He's a black German shepherd. And, you know, it was like, okay, I'm going to, he's going to be in it more since they're, since they're in this type of place. So we have, uh, so- I have two German shepherds myself. Uh. One, is, one of them, my two-year-old, uh, he is one quarter Malinois. So oh, cool. No, yeah. cousins with my dog who is um, <laughs> a one quarter American shepherd. So we have a couple of, um, of uh, readers and listeners and viewers that are commenting in sherry brown says hi ladies sounds good and um that she loves dogs in books too mm. which who doesn't right and then right. that's the way i feel about it <laughs> i know me too it's like every book could be a little bit better if we added a dog into it and so. it doesn't have to be a lot you know it's right. just that that quality of having the dog I think it humanizes characters, you know, even more brings out some of the sides like dogs would do with us in real life. You know, they, they make us more authentic. And so at this point in your schedule, are you at work on another Katie book? Um, yes. I'm in the middle, number, literally number in, the, in the middle of book 10. So yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's and I have outlines for three more so you're be. just going and blowing <laughs> I, my hat is off to you we were talking off air before um we went live about that i'm just in the middle of my um second book in a new series for the same publisher and about to get structural edits back and i can't imagine to be sitting there on number 10 looking at 11 12 13 and yeah. it's fantastic accomplishment and it's really fun that you've developed a character that you continue to enjoy and that your readers love so much I really do I I love one of the things is for with each book I try to like bring a little bit more in about her background what she struggles with she does struggle with PTSD so it does affect things but she's she's tough she's smart (laughs) she gets in a lot of scuffles now, is there is there any Jennifer in Katie? Um, is she kind of an alter ego in any way? Uh, I would probably say so, sure, you know. But she's tougher and smarter than I am, so, you know, leave that. <laughs> you know, if we're going to write ourselves, we're going to write ourselves a little bit better, right? <laughs> right. So Sherry Brown wants to know what has been the most interesting part of writing this book. One of the things I do love, since there's forensics in it, um, people ask me because my background, I do, I, I do have uh, degrees in it, and I love to research, and I love finding new things, new technologies, just something I can kind of put a little snippet in each book, and so 
that's one of my like personal challenges that I do. Um, so I'd have to say definitely research and the dog quality. Cause I do train my dogs. So there's, there's that quality in it as well. That's wonderful that you do your own dog training as well. I'm a firm believer that when you have big dogs, you have to be able to handle them so that yes. they don't become misunderstood or, um, or misbehave. Um, Nan B Dandita Banerjee commented, wow. And um, Sherry Steuben was asking where the title came from. Um, although I think I can guess because of the rose tattoos on yes. the victims. Um, right. We also have Sherry thanking you for answering her Thank question. you, Sherry. So and so you guys, I hope you noticed that you get the opportunity to ask your questions live when you come on the show. Yours are better than mine, right? I mean, yours are reader questions. Mine are that, that boring podcast slash author lady. So <laughs> I like to talk about the things like, you know, um, what do you wear when you're writing? So what do you wear when you're writing? Do you have a, a, a well, go-to if I'm, cause I work at home. And so if I'm going to be at home all day, you know, it's pajamas all the time. Yes. <laughs> I wear, I wear them out. Anything. <laughs> yes. It depends on the time of year, you know, usually something loose and comfortable, but pajamas, definitely. I, I totally hear you. And it's like, people ask what to get me at the holidays. And I'm like, more pajamas, of course. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll we'll move into what we call the speed round because I actually kind of stole one of the questions from there. And what I do for those of you that tune in a lot is I ask roughly the same questions of all the authors so you can get a feel of how they handle the same kinds of things. Um, so next kind of writing related questions for you for you. We've already got your um, writing outfit. Would be, are you more of at heart? plotter or a pantser? I'm a plotter. I am, but I don't, my outlines are kind of basic. Sometimes I kind of, I call it like my roadmap. And sometimes yeah. I veer off that main road <laughs> with yeah. something that comes to me, an idea. So, but I like to have a basic outline because it helps with the pacing of the book for me. Um, you know, and it helps where if something seems to be lagging at all, or I need to put something more exciting in there or bring the dog in more, um, <laughs> it helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. I, I have gotten where I, I do the same kind of thing. It's, it's an outline that is not really fleshed out. It's, it's right. more like beats and, and I've gotten where I capture it in a table of contents as I go with multiple lines in my table of contents so that it's a growing building outline yes. of the main characters and the setting and all that stuff. And for people that write plot driven books like crime fiction, I think it's invaluable. I can never believe it when people say they just wing the whole thing. It's like, oh my God. I don't know how you can do that. I mean, you can sit down. Sometimes I don't know exactly how a certain chapter is going to go. It might be a big scene. It might be, you know, one of the plot point and kind of the turning points. Sometimes I'll just sit down and just let it go. But I do have a basic idea of how it should go. But sometimes I do get just... Just lead flow. No. Well, Nandita Banerjee wants to know if you do anything special to help you get in the mood for writing um, and to get that story oozing. You know, unfortunately, one of one of my faults is I'm a procrastinator. So 
Um, I have to be careful, but once I sit down, I try to have a structure. And actually, I do listen to very calming music, and that really kind of helps me. I listen okay. more classical. Um, uh -huh. If I was listening to music I love, I wouldn't. I'd be singing. I wouldn't be doing <laughs> what I'm supposed to be doing. But I, mean, I have, have to be quiet that. and focused. Yeah. So you create, you create an oasis, something. Yes. Or almost like a replacement for outside um, sensory uh, things that would pull you out. Absolutely. Sometimes I listen to just things that sound like the wind, the ocean, uh, things like that. It helps. It just helps me to focus. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, Sherry Brown, who has a lot of questions today, but they're a good one. Is there any of your characters you would change places with for a day and why? Wow. I don't know if I would change places with Katie Scott because that's a pretty stressful day. Um, but, you know, when it all comes down to it, her and her dog, it'd have to be, it would have to be Katie Scott. You know, maybe yeah. one of the down days. <laughs> <laughs> one of the non-murdery days. Right, right. <laughs> people work trying to kill her, so, you know. <laughs> I love it. So, um, it's happy hour. And Katie goes out with McGavin to discuss the case. What are they ordering? They usually have beers. And she does, She opts to not drink out of a glass. So she sits and has beers. So She's a woman after my husband's heart. A beer drinker <laughs> that always turns away the glass. Um, and when you think of going out and you had only two choices, sushi or pizza, which would it be? Pizza. Pizza. Definitely yeah. pizza. Um, do you have any roots in pizza? I mean, are you like Chicago or somewhere background that's totally into pizza or is it just personal preference? Um, just personal preference. Sometimes I like to try, you know, different places like they may have the best thick crust or the best thin crust. I'm always open to it. I'm always cool. open. Yeah. Do you keep anything super silly in your <laughs> office? And if so, what's the silliest thing? Um. I used to have a squeaky rubber chicken on my desk <laughs> because I don't have them anymore because the dogs pretty much confiscated it, you know, yeah. um, but I wouldn't say anything silly. I do have a little miniature stuffed German shepherd. So I don't know if that's, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and if you or Katie had a theme song, would Katie have a theme song or would you? Katie. Well, hers would, I think, be something like, you know, if looks could kill by heart, you know, something that's just nice. really out there. I'm more like, um, you know, uh, It's My Life by Bon Jovi. I'm more like that. So I do like um, that too. I think you and I are from the same era of music. I'm just yeah. going to throw that out there. So I like well, your choices. There's some newer songs and they don't strike me as a theme song. I like songs that are more like, you know, you know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Subtlety doesn't work for a theme song, right? <laughs> I like rock and, more rock and roll than, um, well, there's some good songs. There's some good newer songs. I was listening to in my car today, but um, yeah. It has to be some of these older ones. It's um, it's time to announce the lottery winner. They call your name. What are the first things you buy with your winnings? Wow. That's a good question. Well, 
I really like to travel. So I'd have to say travel is one of them, you know, um, and a lot of property. So somewhere, somewhere, somewhere a, lot, a, a place to go. Um, yeah. All right. If you could be something other than a writer for one day, anything in the world, what would it be? I have to say a police officer just for one day. Yeah, it would be fun. Well, on the non-murdery days or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might be interesting too. Well, though. there's other jobs, but they're, they're so um, office oriented and I definitely don't want to be a politician or anything like that. So I'd rather yeah. you know, do something to get out with people and be around other police officers just for a day. I'm not talking about a career. Just yeah. for a day. Just for a day. Well, you guys, I'm sure there's plenty of you out there would like to be Katie Scott or Jennifer Chase for just a day and get to write these really cool books. Um, the name of her new release is The Rose Girls. It's number nine in the Katie Scott detective thriller series. I really encourage you guys to go out and pick up a copy. I've enjoyed it immensely myself, so I can highly recommend it. Thank and you. Jennifer. Thank you for coming on the show. I, I feel like saying for coming on the show in the middle of the night with me, but it's not the middle of the night where you are. <laughs> no, it's getting later, though. It's <laughs> evening time here. There we so, go. There we go. Thank you for having me on the show. It was really fun. Absolutely. And I hope that this book just goes gangbusters for you. So I am going to bid you adieu now. And for the rest of you guys, I would like to invite you to go out to check out the past shows and the upcoming shows on my website, PamelaFaganHutchins.com. There's a lot of good ones there. Sometimes you're even able to get the book ahead of time and read before we talk to the author. You're welcome to check out my new releases while you're there, Bighorn and Sitting Duck. And um, don't forget that with my book and a lot of the people's on the show, my books and their books, you can find the eBooks in Kindle Unlimited, which allows you to read them all for one monthly uh, subscription price. This has been a copyrighted and solely owned production of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. All hail Pam Stack, our Uber producer. So that's it for this time. I'll catch you guys with the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us today on Crime and Wine chats with crime fiction authors and Pamela Fagan Hutchins. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will check back in with us next time for more thrills, suspense, and stories that will mystify, sometimes horrify, and always leave you wanting more.